you're live. Oh, there I am. <laughs> Hello. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Take Two. Got with me Brian. Originally, it was going to be Brian's wife, Alex, who was going to be here, but she's got some work to attend to. Yes. So she was not able to make it. Um, one of the things that I want to do, the reason I've asked Alex and the reason we had Jillian uh, a few weeks back is because I do want to have a woman's voice in this conversation. And I've asked other women as well, part of our community. So some of you are saying, well, why don't you ask so-and-so? I may have, and they may have declined. So um, I am asking uh, a lot of people to be a part of this and seeing which ones uh, want to. Um, but I do want a variety of input with those things. Um, just text Randy today and he was saying his wife Brianna wants to be a part of take to kind of step back into things. So that's exciting Cool uh, for her want to be involved again. And so um, just to give you a little bit of idea of who do I bring on here, um, it's people who I'm in conversation with, people who I think are going to bring some broader understanding of the things I say, right? I'm not just picking people who will, you know, repeat what I say, but give a little bit of nuance to it. And I always love my conversations with Brian. He's got this little artistic flair that he throws in there um, <laughs> that just, again, kind of comes from a different, you know, oh man, that seemed like from left field, but it opens up a whole new ball game, you know? New so, doors, yeah. So I love those things. And that's what we really want is to get that conversation to spread out so that we can have the views and understand that this is something we're trying to live into all together. Yeah. Um, as we're talking a few things, I want you guys to keep in prayer. Uh, we've been lifting up Gil's sister-in-law, Helen, for the past few weeks. Um, she's not doing well. And so lift Helen, the Escalera family, up in prayer. Um, that's all I'm gonna say right now, but it, it's not good and they're not in a good situation. And with COVID, it just makes it so much more difficult because you can't be with the people you love at the time when it's most important or one of the times when it's most important. So be praying for them. Also, I just received a text from Ted that his daughter Shannon has been taken to San Antonio because her oxygen level is at a 78 and that's not good it should be in the 90s and so be praying for her that um, her oxygen level is able to come back and that there are no problems serious problems with her lungs one more uh, request is for uh, the hernandez family many of you know manny hernandez uh, ralph hernandez passed away not too long ago i got a message from Alyssa hernandez uh, manny's niece uh, this morning and Manny uh, passed away early early this morning and so be praying for the Hernandez family as they uh, have to again deal with this loss in their family um, hard things sad things to have to go through but it is happening and and I don't know all the information regarding Manny why I know that Amanda his daughter uh, texted me earlier the week or last week saying that his blood pressure was really low uh, she didn't go into detail as to why but she did share that it was really low and they were having a hard time doing some of the things they needed to to get his blood pressure up and so that's all really i know but important things to pray in fact i just want to pause with all this and pray for these families at this time lord we lift up each of these families and the difficulties and tragedy hurt that they are experiencing right now and pray that you would surround them with people who can comfort them, support them when they are needing support and guide them in a place that will bring healing and restoration to their lives. I pray for Shannon and pray that her lungs are able to recover completely and she's able to get the oxygen level she needs lord and i do lift up the robinson family and pray for your peace to reign in their hearts and minds as well through this time and we do ask these things in your name jesus amen, amen. 
you know, I mean, gosh, kind of a crazy way to start uh, a podcast, but in some ways, maybe it's a good way. Um, last Sunday, I concluded my Grace and Truth series, and, and it was really about uh, speaking the truth in love. That was kind of the focus of it, uh, talking from Ephesians. Um, and, and so, I, you know, there's so much more that could be said about this. I'm still living into it, learning it. But I wanted to kind of tie it up a little bit and, and give some ideas to it. And so that's what I tried to do Sunday. But let me throw the ball over to you and to your court because I want to hear more from you, not more of what I already said. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do a little recap for people that missed it or maybe um, just a quick intro for maybe someone joining us for the first time. Yeah. Um, this is like uh, just to entryway and then I'll jump in. Yeah, I mean, what we've been talking about is kind of what's up here on the board, where there is a, a quadrant of grace and truth that's a high level of grace and a high level of truth. It, it's not a balancing one or the other, but it, it's both of them together that we see displayed in Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we talked about how Jesus did that with Peter. We talked about how Jesus did that with a woman who was caught in adultery. And we've talked about the other quadrants, like the call out is a high level of truth, but a low level of gra grace. It's kind of like calling out someone's faults, pointing out just the things that are true, but not really uh, helping them along, right? Where call in quadrant is journeying with, that this definition of grace isn't just unmerited favor. Mm -hmm. It is a relational journeying with yeah. love. Um, hangout is really just not wanting to rock the boat, being afraid to be real because real is vulnerable and sometimes being vulnerable costs too much. Yeah. And so that's kind of a high level of grace, low level of truth. And again, we see that the difference between hangout, call out is really a journeying with leading and helping alongside. And then checkout is just when you say, yeah, neither one of these working for me. I'm just done. <laughs> and you just throw it in. There I go. Yeah. Hanging out. Checkout. Yeah. And I think, gosh, I, I've been in checkout a lot throughout this pandemic, yeah. right? And, yeah, and you can, man, I can go through all of these in one day, you right. know, without a problem. And so it's not like you just live in one. It's like sometimes. Spaces, like a little rooms. Yeah. yeah. You'll find yourself. And that the whole yeah. point of this was to be able to see maybe where you're at. Cool. And that, you know interaction with somebody because it's all relational in these things. And so this final one on truth and love is how we are to engage each other. Right? Yeah. It's coming from the passage in Ephesians where Paul says that we are to speak the truth and love mm. and kind of talking about what that really means. And, and I shared an embarrassing story, right? right of, of my idea of truth and love is I'm going to tell you the truth about what you're doing wrong and I'm doing it because I love you, bro. Right. Right. And so, yeah, I've had like oddly enough side conversations that, with people who haven't don't go to Genesis, don't know you're talking about this, but just through you know the the divine connection of the universe and God linking me with certain people, we're talking about exact talk, like topics, and um, the if I could maybe add like a simplistic view of what I think where it's easily seen is like either like in a family unit or maybe you grew up in the church and the church was all like truth, 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 or all grace, 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 grace. And you're, and, and no truth, you know, or a little bit of, but I think what Paul, uh, Paul's talking about and what I think Sam's talking about here is that Jesus was like a hundred percent of both, you know? Yeah. Um, it wasn't 50% of truth, 50% of grace. Uh, I mean, he's 100% of other things too, love and the fruit, yeah. but, um, and the rest of the fruit, but it's like, almost like, like pairing the two together. Um, I had a hard time, like a little bit of a hard time because when I think about truth and grace, they don't necessarily seem as if they, um, together. or something, you yeah. know, like, it's like a, <clears throat> like, when I, I don't think of them as like in the same group. Like I, when I yeah. think of grace, I think of like love and peace. And, mm -hmm. um, but I also know truth, truth is the umbrella in a sense. I didn't see it as like them being as like, should be talked about in the same topic, like yeah. them hanging out in the same group <laughs> at, in high school. Yeah. Um, 
so when when wrestling with it, I I mean I love your example of your embarrassing story. Okay, solid red. Yes. Take two. Take two. Take two. Uh, sorry for the problems. I don't know what happened. Our internet kind of went down. And then Chrome was giving us problems. It was telling us it needed to be updated, so we had to go to Safari. Anyway, a lot of other stuff. Um, but I do want to recap a few things as if we're starting over. One, be praying for the Escalera family, for Gil's sister-in-law, Helen. Uh, things aren't going well with her. Uh, pray for Shannon, Ted and Margie's daughter, as she's going to San Antonio right now with a very low oxygen level. It's at 78. And then also I mentioned that Manny Hernandez, a good friend of many of you, passed away early this morning. I don't know a lot more detail than that, um, but those are some things to keep in prayer. And then, again, I don't know when this will come out and if how we're going to we got about eight minutes in, and then the brakes slammed, and we got stuck in 405 traffic. Okay, so, give, them the, give them the super clip notes. Oh. Yeah. So we're tying up the whole Grace and Truth series. We, we've talked about the different quadrants of, you know, call in is what looks like Jesus. It's a high level of grace, high level of truth. And, and grace isn't about just forgiveness. It is about walking in relationship with the God who loves you. Uh, Truth is not just about information. It is about, again, seeing reality the way God sees it, seeing yourself, seeing others the way God sees you and sees others and living into that. Checkout is when we just don't care. Uh, hangout is when we want to not be too real, not want to really have skin in the game. We want to be nice. We want to be friendly. It's a high level of grace, but we don't really want to engage in the difficult areas of life. And then call out is where we're all about just telling people how they should be living a certain way. Um, but it's a low level of grace. It's not about journeying with someone. It's really about calling them out on what we see as yeah. wrong. And so that's the, the cliff notes of the last eight minutes. That's kind of what we did here. Um, yep. And then Ephesians, that's where you read out of. Yeah, I read out of Ephesians. And then your wife just texted us now and said that the live stream cut out. And so thank you. Back on. Yeah, thanks, Alex. And Alex was supposed to be here, but she has other things to do. But hey, at least she's watching. Yeah. Um, appreciate that. She was one of the ones, maybe that's her yeah, right now. Right. Uh, but anyway, Brian is here. And uh, we want to, again, try and get other views and people in this conversation. So it's not just my voice, but getting, getting other voices in here that give us different perspectives on how things go. Yep. And, and so, yeah, I was in Ephesians 4 where Paul is talking about unity and how important unity is that we are all part of this one body. There is one Lord, one baptism. We are all part of this. And he talks about the truth and love, right? He talks about speaking the truth and love. We are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ. And so that's what this talk was about was what is that truth and love? What does it look like? So, yes. What does it look like, Sam? <laughs> And then also I was telling Sam before it cut out that I had a really hard time separating truth and love in a or truth and grace in a sense that um, I think that truth is I saw it as this umbrella that that grace and love and peace and uh, and the other fruits of the spirit fell under truth was like the uh, overarching but. It's very well connected, and all of them need to be um, working together to, to experience it. And I think Jesus is like the epitome of that, mm -hmm. like the living um, version, and then we get to see that. But I guess what I was having a hard time with, with is that even if you are searching for truth and grace, you seem to run into other people who have an I another idea mm -hmm. of what truth is. And grace is, and you had mentioned a few things, um, like sharing your story about yeah. Tom Howard and how you thought that you were showing him love. And I've had conversations, side conversations with people who they said something like, you know, um, well, you keep on talking about love, Brian. You keep on talking about loving your neighbor, and 
to me, loving your neighbor means to tell them the truth. And, you know, like my, they'll say something like, you know, I had to tell my friend the truth about abortion. Mm -hmm. And now, now we can't, now we're not seeing like as close as we used to be. We're not, we don't talk anymore. You know, I Mm -hmm. had that conversation the other day with someone I care about. And, um, that's been kind of engaging me in conversation. And, but, and then as she said that, I'm like, isn't that a shame though, that someone that maybe you had influence and, and, and a relationship with now because you decided to share what you thought was love at a time when they may have needed you the most, mm-hmm. um, when they might have needed your ear or when they might have needed your presence, your, your caring spirit. Instead, you give them what you thought was the truth. What, what, uh, you give them an abortion talk right after that, an abortion. I, I mean, and this isn't to condone abortions or justify it but there is a uh a quadrant that that fits in you know like yeah yeah. and and when we deal with difficult topics right uh like abortion or i know i talked about covid a little bit um those aren't things that you can just slam down this isn't a card game and you say okay royal flush i win abortion yeah Yeah. and and this is why boom 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 and i win these are emotional topics that have a lot of that brought into them right right um when i talked about tom howard and and i think you know one of the things that i have become aware of is that whenever my truth is accusatory Mm -hmm. i don't look like jesus right right that the accuser is not the voice of god but it's usually my voice right and so if I'm accusing someone of something and doing it in the name of truth, like I did with Tom Howard, yeah. you know, hey, man, someone saw you drink beer, blah, 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 you know. And again, I love talking about things that make me cringe, you know, of what I did. Hey, just trying to be real. But that accusatory attitude does not look like Jesus. Jesus said, I did not come to condemn the world, right? right? But that the world through me might be saved. And of course, there's nuance to that. But when we're in this call out mentality it's very accusing right and that doesn't inspire more conversation it usually quenches it yeah and so i was with uh, in conversation before you got here with my friend andrew and he said something really cool um he says you know like when you have a math book and you learn all the things that math book has to teach you're you're you kind of that math becomes like a part of you and then you like no longer need the book you know Mm. And then, like, same thing with history. You could, like, memorize all the wars and all the things yeah. that that book teaches. And then you're, like, okay without the book. Like, the Bible, because it's living, um, he says, the more you dive in, the more you realize that you need um, more of it. Like, mm. it's, like, the opposite. It's Since it's, yeah. like, um, the truth is so layered. And with that said, it's, like, people are looking at things from different angles and views and reading it with different influence and that's why it's so important to get in these conversations like that's why it's so important to seek truth with other people especially people that may not think exactly like you um because that's how the truth sprouts in the middle of this of 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 this conversation you know like yeah. yeah and it's so important because if it's just how do you know I think you said that in that poem that I'll have you share later. I think the end thing, you know, truth, because it doesn't look like you. Yeah. I mean, that's powerful. How else do you know it's true except that it confronts you? Right. Right. And and so I think that's important having those other viewpoints. I mean, that's what God does, I think, to us. That's what's happened even with me in that conversation I had with Tom Howard. You know, I I talked about the, the COVID, you know, and how that I have a hard time. I disagree because unity and being in truth doesn't mean thinking the same. Right. Right. And and I think it's important to see there's a difference between diversity and division. Uh, Being divisive doesn't, isn't the same thing as having diversity. And I see people who large churches that are meeting together indoors, close proximity with disregard to the virus and I personally know people who have died. I know probably about five people who have 
been hospitalized, um, even more than that now. Um, I, I've actually known one person who's died, known um, three others who have died because of COVID and ha a bunch that have been hospitalized because of it, right? So for me, that, that comes across as not taking this seriously, right? But then if, some, if I just say that, and I, that's kind of what I just said Sunday, there's a lot more nuance to this conversation, right? right? And if you hear that, you might lump me into uh, a news group, okay? Oh, he's with the CNN group, or he's with the Democratic group, right. he's with this. You know, we posted a meme with Bernie Sanders here, you know, on the stage. It was just a joke, right? It wasn't, we're not Bernie fans or promulgating Bernie. It was just a meme that's going around. So, you know, but people want to put you in one of the camps, right? Right. And so I say something like that, and people automatically think I'm thinking this, 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 and this, like they maybe did with you and abortion, right? right? Where the truth is, you know, I think we've done so many things wrong, right? I think businesses should be opened up, and outdoor seating at cafes should be allowed. I think children should go to school. I think there should be mandatory testing for teachers, students who are in school so that they can be in school. I think that the vaccine should go out to the elderly, 65 and older, who are over 80% of the people who are dying from this. Of course, to health workers and things like that. But there's so many things that I think can be done together. But what I was concerned about was when people look back and they're going to see churches meeting and people dying, it's going to come across as we didn't care. Right. Right. And I don't want that to be what's happening. That's the truth about how I feel about this, but they're still my family. Yeah. I disagree with them. I, I would love to have conversation with them. And this is what I would say, right? And I would hear their feedback and have to digest it and not just try and call them out on these things, but say, well, is there some way we can do these things together? You know, because I know a lot of people feel attacked, like their freedoms are being attacked. And, right. and I'm not saying they aren't. But I'm, I'm really trying to get a nuance to why I'm saying what I'm saying and how can I hear what you're saying and make sure that they understand what I'm saying, that it's not CNN or Fox, right? It's not either or, right? you know, it's not grace or truth. It, it's, we've got to encompass this together. Yeah. Right. And that's like, that's even like different than saying that, because someone may hear you say what you just said right now mm -hmm. and say like, Sam's just making everybody happy. Sam's just, <laughs> everything's right. Everything's, that's, yeah. everything's everything. That's what the, some people could take, you know, and yeah. without deep diving. And I, I was mentioning, I think last week that I think that's part of the problem. I think that, I think that like we, there's truth in this whole drink, right? And, and some of us are still scratching the surface and there's truth there, but some of us are. Like right here, mm -hmm. we're at the bottom and enjoying yeah. the things that settled in and we, we did the work to get there and we're like, um, and some, and, and that, and I'm, I'm not just saying we, I'm saying like, you have something that you've been wrestling with that you know deeply and somebody may come in and say like, what do they know, you know, about X? What do they know about this? And you're like, I, I've sat you know, with this and wrestled with this for, for days. I've cried about this. I've laid next to a dying family member and got to this truth. And you read a meme, you know, you, you, you read a quote today and you decided to have a deep thought about it. And then now, um, you want to come off as, as, as truth, you know? Yeah. So I guess that's what I'm saying. It, it's, it was really hard because everybody thinks they're telling the truth um and that is not how the truth is gotten to you know it's uh, yeah. the truth isn't a thing you know it's it's it is a it isn't a like you can't grab it like that you know it's yeah it, it's moving to it's real it exists you know it, yeah but it's it's more than like i think People are, uh, people are getting to it. Yeah, and we have to, you know, kind of mm -hmm. distinguish the different ways we use the word truth, right? Mm -hmm. Two plus two equals four, and it's always going to equal four. That's true, right? And so that's the way we kind of want to think of truth, 
you know, everything has this kind of scientific, precise equation to it. But then we get into topics that are not that concrete, um, where we're dealing with human beings that are so varied. Right. Uh, and even, you know, in things like a virus that affects some people differently, you mm -hmm. know, some people have it and... You know, I was on a Zoom call today with a guy who has it and has no, you know, right, no effects of it. And then here's that's two truths in one thing. Yeah, you know, it's is it is the coronavirus dangerous? Yes. Is it not dangerous? Yes. It's also it's exactly. not dangerous to him. It's very dangerous to him. Yeah. And so it's uh, yeah. And, and so we have to be able to digest those right. and move forward. And the problem I think we have with that meme mentality, right? Is I heard a I heard a thirty second you know clip on Instagram and so now I know the truth. Right. Right. And so I'll post that and I'll repost that and I'll repost that. And it's one person saying one thing and it's true about this one person and about what they're going through, but it doesn't encompass everybody. Right. right? And we have to take those things into consideration. And the whole point of Paul using this, it's what is leading us to unity? What is leading us to more conversation, not less? Right. Right. I don't mind if someone disagrees with me. I welcome it. It's good for me to hear other viewpoints. It, uh, my viewpoints have changed, right, from when I talked to Tom Howard to today yeah. to even when coronavirus started and today. I mean, I've gotten more information. I think I'm learning more. I think I'm able to make better, you know, ideas and calculations based on the more information I've received. And so, but how can I now work with somebody together in this? And that's the whole point of truth and love. It's not, here's the truth because I love you. It is, here is what is going to bring us together. Yeah. All right. And if we could look at things in that way or prioritize things in that way, what is going to bring us together? Not as what's going to prove me right. Right. Because so much of that is ego. Right? But what yeah. will actually help us have more conversation? Correct. And if you missed um, Sam's talk about Tom Howard, he was a, in a nutshell. He was a musician that he looked up to. And Tom Howard was seen at a restaurant drinking beer by a friend of Sam. And Sam confronted him and said, you know, you drinking beer has caused some ruckus. And that is wrong because that's what Sam felt was love at that moment was to tell Tom Howard that, um, that he was being... Uh, wrong, but that's what he thought love looked like at the yeah. moment. But now he's saying that that changed for him. And I think that that example, leading up to the next example that you gave of your um, father-in-law or Grandpa Bob giving you, allowing you to see yeah. um, what you look like and what what good look like. Yeah. You know, um, that was an excellent way to be able to allow someone to see truth without telling them. So even at that moment, Sam could probably, uh, this today, think of a million ways he could have told Tom Howard uh, or showed Tom Howard that, um, you know, even if he believed that today, that he still, Sam thought that beer was wrong <laughs> or drinking beer in public was wrong, he probably still today could think of other ways to have dealt with that. And I think that's also what we're lacking, that we're yeah. not thinking deeply about how to bring other people to a place where they see or find truth or a healthy place. They're not willing, they're not willing to wrestle um, yeah. in a healthy way, you know? Yeah, and we kind of looked at, you know, even last week with Peter and how could Jesus call him Satan and tell him to get behind me? Right. Except he also told him that flesh and blood did not reveal you. In other words, he, he was already on the journey, a deep journey right. with him that allowed him to have a more, uh, I don't know, direct conversation with him. Yeah. Right? Here, Tom Howard, who I didn't know from Adam, I just knew because I listened to his albums and liked him yeah. and kind of, you know, just idolized him. I was a little starstruck by him. And then I'm going to have a conversation with him. You know, I'm going to do the direct talk with you without any dynamics of the other. You right. know? And it's so crazy because I remember when I heard that he passed away and I was saddened by that news. And the first thing I thought of is what an idiot I was for doing what I did, you know, yeah. and instead of the only conversation I really, or not the only, but the, the conversation I chose to have with Tom wasn't, 
man, your music has really touched my life. It's inspired me. I appreciate your talent. I appreciate your gifts. I appreciate how it's affecting so many people. It was, hey, friend saw you drinking a beer. Right? And that's, it still like wounds me that that was it. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. And, and we all have done some cringeworthy stuff <laughs> that we could look back and say, wow, like I could handle that way different. Yeah. I just told you I had a really poor showing at the playing basketball the other day. Yeah. I got into it with somebody. Looking back, I was like, I could have showed him a lot more grace, led him to truth. Instead, I wanted to put hands on him, you know? <laughs> but it's, it's a constant move towards um, what, like you said, unity looks like, what love looks like. There is like a, a progression that grace and truth kind of calls you to. Yeah. You know, it's not asking for stagnant because I think that is the there's something about those two words if not look deeply enough that yeah I show him grace truth every day like you could say something like that you could say like yeah that's my that's my friend he, he gets grace um I tell him how I feel all the time you know but yeah. that's not it like you made that clear there's way more there's a there's a movement towards a progression and and trying to become uh what Jesus has called us which is like unified and yeah you know, the stories I shared about Grandpa Bob and then the other friend I had who the, the truth starts with us, right? I mean, the truth starts with what, what do you see of yourself in this dynamic that is able to bring about further, you know, relational connection. And with the example of Grandpa Bob, when he saw me holding my granddaughter Everly and he just saw a countenance change and me real seeing that I mean he saw it as this is beautiful what I'm seeing here because I don't see it all a, a lot he wasn't saying Sam you're too serious Sam you don't show enough love and these he wasn't calling me out you know in those things he wasn't hey man you, you're not doing this you're doing this he's just saying man when you're like this this is beautiful and that was calling me into a place where that's where he saw me. He thought it was beautiful and it, it illuminated when I'm not there to me. Right. And he did it without dealing it directly to me at all. Right. And those are the kinds of things that now I'm going to listen because it's not someone saying I need to do something. It's me recognizing I need right. to do something. Right. And that's kind of, I think what the spirit does to right. all of us is there's that revelation of, Hey, this is, this is what, this is what beautiful looks like in your life. Yeah, right? this is it. And, and then you're aware of, Oh, it's not here. Right. 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 right? When I'm acting this way or I'm saying these things, it's not here. This isn't beauty. It's great. Um, and yeah. so I think, again, it's part of being with someone mm -hmm. in the leading to something better. Right. Communal too. Yeah. Like it's impossible or it shouldn't be done by itself. It doesn't, it almost doesn't exist without somebody else, you know? Yeah. At least one other person. I mean, you can show yourself grace and truth, I guess, but it doesn't, this yeah. isn't, this whole concept is to unify, you know, each other, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and again, that's the whole point of Paul's writing. Right. Right. It's, Hey, you're one, you're unity. This is it. Right. Speak the truth and love is going to be what brings you to this unity right. of who we are in Christ, how Christ sees us. And, and if our conversation and dialogue isn't moving us in that direction, then we should put on the brakes and, and think what can, yeah. right? So if I'm talking about someone with a hard conversation like politics, you know, and, and I mentioned one um, just about the churches and COVID because that's one of these divisive things, you know, that um, I've seen and have been, you know, brought to my attention. And I just want, okay, I'll have a conversation with you about it. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying, hey, I've got it all together. I've got it all right. This is difficult times, and these aren't easy answers. We we don't just, you know, say, okay, I've got it all together. We're, we're journeying in uncharted territory together. Right. And, and so, and we've lost a lot of people along the way, you know, not just literally um, because of COVID and dying, but even... Uh, spiritually people checking out yeah. um, people 
going back into addiction, people separating themselves and, and falling off the board. I can't tell you how many texts I have gotten since this all started about people just saying, hey, I need help, I need prayer. Can you help me, you know, just keep me in prayer because I'm really struggling with this, 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 mm. this, you know. So how can I further that conversation? Yeah. You know, in that way. I think you made a really good point, at least for, I always hope that someone listening to this can take something especially if they're in that healthy place and they have people in their life they want to like share truth and grace with mm -hmm. they could take a nugget from what something you say or i say and then apply it to their life and i think the thing with grandpa bob is really powerful and i think of everything in basketball terms because there's not much i know in life but i do know about basketball and poetry so every time somebody tells me something i start thinking about how it applies in basketball and i'm a point guard and if you don't know what point guard is, he's the one that um, stays in the backcourt and distributes. He's like the nucleus of the game. And when I'm meeting somebody for the first time during like a pickup game or something, <clears throat> part of me getting to know them and part of me leading, because the point guard is a leader, is um, trying to make them, trying to expose the best parts of their game. So trying to make them, put them in a position to be able to play at their highest level. Um, if I notice that maybe they don't play well deep in the post. I keep them outside and get them running so that I can give them the ball while they're still moving. So I have to recognize things. And I think there's like something that um, happened with uh, Grandpa Bob, whether intentional or not, with Sam. He, he recognized something in Sam that, um, that only somebody looking could, could, could find uh, could bring attention to because you might be able to see um, what brilliant looks like or what beautiful looks like even if you're not looking but the only way that you can teach it and the only way that you can bring it out in somebody is if you're looking for it and I think that is like really the power in um, relationship and intentionality when you're sharing truth and sharing the gospel um, and sharing Jesus with people is that you the investments got to be there you know the the, the sales saying that I always bring up is the the right information at the wrong time is still the wrong information. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Without earning the right to be able to share that kind of beauty with somebody, they're not ready for for that. They love at that moment might just be listening, might be lamenting or allowing them to lament or allowing them to, you know, spurt out whatever, whatever whatever's on their heart, you know? But from that moment, you start seeing them in a different light. You start seeing what, what beautiful looks like and you're able to then calculate your moves to be able to help them realize what the most beautiful them looks like. From there, grace, truth, God, all will expose itself. Then, I mean, that part, you're, you're doing life with them and that's, that becomes way more powerful, more, way more yeah. useful. Yeah. And, and with all that you just said, I mean, the, the key, I think, is you have to know that person. Right? right, yeah. If Grandpa Bob didn't know me, he couldn't see those things and the difference. Yeah. You know, if you don't know someone, you can't spot those things, and you lose the, the voice you can have right. in, in their life. Um, and, and so that's so important to recognize that this is a part of truth and love, is actually being with someone. Right. You know, key. Yeah. And, and that other story I shared, you know, I know through this time and, and through the years, because of the role I've taken as a pastor, you know, I, I get the phone calls in, you know, the night when someone tells me the bad news, mm -hmm. you know, my, my kids OD'd or someone's been hit by a car or, you know, died or my husband um, cheated on me or all, I mean, there's just all, so many different things and getting these things and seeing people go through these things and not being able to remedy it easily. Right. You know, when someone goes through some of these hardships, it scars, you know, kind of like my ankle, you know, that's still sore to this day from all those injuries years ago. There are things that stay in that way. And when I see someone hurting from those things, and I want to speak into their life. You know, if, if someone has gone through a divorce and 
it was ugly. You know, their their wife had an affair and left him, and now he, he doesn't get to be with his kids, and, you know, he's lost so many things, and he checks out and says, you know, I, I can't do this anymore. And you start seeing him maybe drinking too much or doing something that's destructive. Going to him and saying, hey, bro, you know, you're doing this, you're doing this, and you're doing this. That's really call out. That's not journeying with him. Right. And the story I shared is just being able to go to someone and say, I don't know how to love you the way I need to love you, right. but I want to. Yeah. Because I know you're hurting, and I want to be in this with you. Right. Right. That's a big difference. Yeah. Because now the things that you're doing, those are just symptoms of what's happening. Yeah. Right. And I care about what's happening yeah. with you. I care about the real you. And truth and love is, is what cares about the real you. Right. You know, truth and love or truth and grace. This is all about the center of who you are. This is where we're trying to center yeah. our reality with people. Yeah. Um, and that's what real conversations actually look like. like yeah. I think it's really easy for us to get real christianese and real churchy and say when you approach somebody that especially that's dealing with an addiction or heavy um struggle and you talk to them it's not always it's never honestly it's it's n rarely ever the right thing to do is just to say like <laughs> bro you know like <laughs> the bible says you know like talk about the worst way to get into like a conversation yeah. with somebody that number one is not there you know yeah. um it's like we were talking about last week. I, that the thing that Ferdick said was like, it in their defense, uh, it sh they should be able to say something like, um, that it meets a need, you know, mm -hmm. and and our job as someone that sees their beauty and sees them in, at their best, all like that's how we want to, that's our point, our point guard mentality, push them towards their best, should be able to say, okay, I, I see you because I have the same need as you. I want that me that need met, but how do we fill it with um, God and love and Jesus? But yeah. I see the need, you know. I see, <clears throat> I see what you're trying to fill with that, you know. Yeah. And um, I think that's really cool. And that's probably the step right after you just got done talking about, which is like, start with I want to be in here with you, you know. Yeah. Like I want to be, I want to be in the in the dark with you. Like that's what yeah. you want to hang for a sec. Yeah, because yeah. we're together in this. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's the unity, definitely. Um, you know, I know you uh, wrote a poem. Did you write it today, or when did you? Yeah, write I wrote it, it today um, because I listened to your uh, sermon today and listened to it on Sunday, and it sparked a poem about truth. Because, like I said earlier, I was wrestling with the idea that truth and two people having a conversation could be both talking about what's true in their life, and and that thing they both are holding on to most likely is not the truth when we're talking about um jesus as the truth you know and mm -hmm. um he even says i'm the truth you know the way yeah. the way in the truth if uh if that is the truth then he, and he also says he's a lot of other things he also says i am you know yeah but she didn't want, like when, if i heard somebody say that i was like this guy doesn't want to be put in a box, you know, he's leaving it very open-ended right now. Yeah. And that's the meaning. The truth is not uh, like very easily captured, you know, and um, it could mean a lot of things. And I don't think people are having conversations with, I don't think they're, they don't believe they're possessing the truth. I don't think that I'm lying to them or myself, but I also believe that truth happens. Uh, typically it, it shows itself when you're no longer, or your ego is no longer a part of it, or you're no longer a part of it. When I say that, not your thinking, but your your ego self. All right, whatever. Let's read it. <clears throat> I put, um, I don't have a problem being led. I do have a problem being told where to go by people who have never been. As a protector of words and story, I understand the velocity in which words can leave the chamber. Limp wrists, gunmen aiming at the wind. Thinking deeply about something for the first time doesn't make you philosophical. My squad wrestles with these demons in silent rooms, wearing anxiety on our backs like a child or trying to return to its mother. 
we dig to find truth buried under miles of I am rights and listen to me's. The truth sits just below the admittance of I could be wrong and maybe there's more to this. The truth sprouts as humility drips from your tired lips. You will know the truth when you've touched the truth because you will no, it will no longer look like you. And um, yeah, this brought it from a bunch of conversations that I've been having uh, through social media. Um, partially jaded because I don't like having conversations on social media because they're uh, text and out and you know Plato says don't discuss anything. Plato, before there was text messages, <laughs> he said, do not discuss anything of importance through text because there's plenty that could be misconstrued. There's no uh, tone. You can't read body language. You can't look someone in the eye. And these things are very important when talking about um, things of importance. Yeah. So. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Dropping some some poetry on us. Yes. That was, that's great. I love that. I, I love how you kind of just really get to some nuance, you know, and saying the truth. I might be wrong, you know, um, laboring with something, struggling with it, yeah. uh, wearing it instead of hearing it as a soundbite yeah. or a meme. You know, you know, I think as Peter Rollins says, you know, if something can be told in eight memes, it's not true. It's probably, <laughs> yeah, it's probably, it's not, probably true. not true. At least not the whole truth. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, you're probably not getting to the any depth in something that's just blurted out. And we've moved so much in that direction. You know, we, we've got 140, you know, spaces to fill a whole truth in. And we're journeying in years of life and still trying to figure this out. Yeah. And if we don't see how complicated and uh, just difficult things are because people are so varied, how do we expect to grow in the unity? Yeah, that's why I think there needs to be a north, you know, that's, I think that is where we're, what we're pushing people towards, like, mm -hmm. like, if you move towards love and loving people and serving people, um, you tend to, even if you disagree, uh, still are able to at least pedal in the same direction. Yeah. And, um, and that's okay. You know, we, we, we are trying to get people moving towards the, the posture of love and loving each other. And I think even if we're disagreeing on what love looks like, at least we're thinking about the same thing. We're trying, we could yeah. start dice. That's a really great start, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause we can even agree on that, that, that we should be loving each other. Then, then it's like those conversations are the ones that, that drain me. Yeah. And love is so central, right. To, yeah. and I talk about that, just how central it is to the new Testament. Um, law and prophets hang on this this is how people know we're his disciples mm -hmm. you know this is how god is revealed in us and reveals himself this is how we pass from death to death to life it's all through love right, right? it's all through love in, in that way and so understanding that and hearing the different voices i think i don't know if i shared it at the beginning of our second take two take two um, but at the beginning i said i wanted you know your wife was going to be here but she couldn't be here and the reason i wanted alex here and the reason i had jillian here for and even Brianna is going to be joining us in the future, is uh, we need a woman's voice. You know, a woman sees things differently than men, you know, most women, most men. And we've lost so much, I think, in the church by not allowing that voice to be heard yeah. throughout the years. Um, and, and so it's important that that gets brought back in conversation. And not only that voice of, you know, gender, but even voice from people uh, of different socioeconomical or uh, people who are different in their ethnic, you know, makeup. You've experienced life in a different way. You can share life from that viewpoint and we can learn from that. Right. You know, and so it's important that it, it's not, I heard a joke today. What do you call three white guys? I think that's the <laughs> <laughs> what it sounds like a horrible joke. Yeah, a it says a podcast um, because there's so many podcasts. They're just a couple of white guys talking. Um, yeah, I should have probably not said that one. I didn't have it all worked out. Um, but we can. The point is, we can limit our voice because we think our voice is the only one that resonates, mm. right? 
instead of hearing other voices. And it doesn't mean that you're wrong, but maybe there's more depth or color to the things that can be said that can help add a little bit of flavor and uh, development to that conversation. Yeah. You know? And we need that. I mean, we've got too many things going on right now that are dividing us. Right. Right. And I am in disagreement with so many things that I hear and read, but I still want to love and journey with these people. How do I do that if I don't listen to them and show them that I care more about them than just their view? Right. right. If I want to journey with you, I want to show that I love you and that that's the truth. My truth is I really do care about you. Right. Right. Um, that's cool. Yeah. That's important. I, when, whenever my brain starts to explode, when I start thinking about what truth is as a whole, or when I mm -hmm. think of stuff like this or like philosophical topics, I try to like really pick something to, that I really understand really, really well mm -hmm. and then try to see how many truths are in that thing. Yeah. Like, I, today I picked sleeping, like um, like I just imagine like me and another person arguing about sleep. Like like one person like agrees that if you get eight hours of sleep, um, you're gonna have the best life. Another person says like I might say something like, "All I need is four hours of sleep and I'm perfectly fine." Like look at me, right? And then there's like um, the truth. There's like a truth laying around. You know, there's a thing that um, like I. I have a kid or something, or mm -hmm. I have a job that requires me to only be able to sleep four hours. There's the, like the nuance that we're talking about, like literally pick anything, like, and just talk about like how many truths are in that thing mm -hmm. and how um, there is like an underlining thing that has to do with uh, what the importance of that is, you know, like there's like, 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 I guess what I'm saying is we, we got to be careful about not getting caught up in truths that don't lead us to love, yeah. like that don't lead us to people and loving people mm -hmm. because, or, cause then your brain will explode because there are a lot of truths in everything, you know? Um, but the thing that we know that's tested, uh, that's never okay. been, that's undeniable is the love of God and the way that yeah. um, changes people. Yeah. So like, yeah. You know, uh, gosh, cause I grew up in a certain way of thinking in Christianity for so many years, it's just embedded in my mind. And when I hear something like there's all kinds of truth, I immediately put on the brakes and goes, no, 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 there's one truth, right? Yeah. This is what it is. And, and again, you're taking one little thing and you're, trying to make it everything. And it's kind of like when you go to a place where they don't have a lot of something, they only have a few words, Yeah. right? And so if you go to, you know, the North Pole or Alaska and you start, start talking about snow, you've got sleet, you've got hail, you've got, you know, all this number of ways of talking about something that they have plenty of, right? But then you go down to South America and they only have ice, you know, or something like, like they have this one thing right. that describes what they have a bunch of up there because right. their understanding of it is limited, mm -hmm. right? When you have a lot of something, you have to develop a lot of words because one doesn't describe it, right? you know, cool. or even in colors or bananas, like, you know, yeah. well, there's plantains, there's all kind. you know, you can name right, right. different things. Why? Because we have a lot of that. Not only that, but you have knowledge and a desire Mm -hmm. you know, to want to have a lot of knowledge. But like, have you ever worked at anywhere that, like wood, you used to work at the wood place. Mm -hmm. You know way more about wood than anybody would want to know. You know, <laughs> I used to work at the Red Lobster and I knew so much about fish and lobsters and snow crab and king crab legs yeah. and the difference and the nuance. And you're like, and then there's like somebody that comes in and is like, ah, just give me the yellow ones. Just give me the, give, give, yeah. what do you know? The ones that taste good, you know? Yeah. And you're like, Oh, but you're missing all the, the richness. I yeah. mean, look at the history of, you know, the yeah. history of crabs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, no, it's so true. I mean, yeah. and you get so much more out of having more information because now you are able to, again, pick out those things. 
you know, yeah. how much more so? I mean, if we can do that with snow, ice, bananas, wood, crab, how much more with people, right? Yeah. When there's so many of us grew up in a variety of ways, all our different experiences, genders, ethnicities, social yeah. classes, all these things are begging to be heard and understood and walk together. Right? I mean, it's just such a beautiful picture. I mean, Paul, in Ephesians, we're the body of Christ. It's like we need each other to bring about this kingdom mentality. Mm. Um, and so those things are so important for us to grasp and to s strive for, right? And I, I, I don't care about being right as much as I care about living right with you, you know, mm. that's what's going to be right. Right. You know, and I, I share this a lot of times in relationships. I've shared it before. If you're, and I tell it whenever I've counseled people, you know, it, it's more important to be kind in a relationship than to just be right. Because kindness can lead you to working things out. Right. Being right, you can end in divorce. Right. It can end in the end of a relationship. Well, I was right. Yeah, you were right till the end and you pushed them away. Yeah. Right. Where if I'm kind, I can get to us working through the differences and what is true. Um, yeah, that's that, that true north that I think we're talking yeah. about. Like, like, let's start at the north. Let's start the thing we know to be true, which is, which is Jesus, which is love, you know? Yeah. Um, which is the, like, let's start there and then see if we could like kind of work our way yeah yeah work our way through yeah and we don't yeah. have to agree on everything gosh, right, right? Yeah, but let's yeah like can we agree on that um that people should deserve love you know that yeah. they, that i that you deserve love that i deserve love yeah. we can't start there it's gonna be a really tough conversation yeah you know? if people aren't created in the image of god don't have value aren't worthy of love then you're gonna have problems yeah then it's no longer a conversation that might be an argument yeah or that might need yeah so Again, and then even then, I mean, the relationship part's still really important because they can't yeah. see what love would look like. I mean, you're going to be an evidence of that uh, love, if nothing else, you know? Yeah. And who else? Like, I, I, got, I got a really bad habit of when I hear people say, like, if you don't like what I'm posting, delete me. And I, and I, I take their invitation. <laughs> I'm so into it. And, I, and now looking back, and I'm like, I could be better about that because I'm just kind of, I'm, I'll just bitter or something. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, <laughs> I just think in my head, like, I, okay, if we can't even meet at like, like, <laughs> like, I just have, uh, I've, I've been in checkout mode, not selling sound. I'm in the checkout box, <laughs> Brian box, um, just because I've been having so many conversations and I just need to protect my own energy. So be aware if you're in that realm to make sure that you're able to, find people to recharge with, you know, find people that you're able to have healthy conversations with, even if you don't agree with everything, at least healthy is start with healthy and then move into the, the difficult conversations. Cause I think that's needed too. Yeah. The truth of that. Totally agree. Yeah. I've checked out on social media. I was actually thinking about it today. It'd probably be good to check in a little bit more. Um, I don't know. have to wrestle that one through, but yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, any final thoughts you have that you'd want to share? Mm. We covered quite a bit. We did. Talked a lot. How long we'd go? 48 minutes. And that was not and counting the other eight minutes. The other eight minutes. Started. So we're like at a yeah, dead solid hour. Yeah. yeah I, I think I'm good. I, I shared everything. I think so, too. Again, thank you, Brian, for thank joining you. in. And thank you guys for listening and watching. Uh, this is uploaded now gil does upload it on our podcast so you can uh, hear us there if you can't you know watch it um, and appreciate that uh, again all these things are trying to help us be disciples of jesus yes right? uh, what it looks like and even if you don't believe in christianity you can still be a disciple right you can mm -hmm. still be a person who learns how to love and that's really what we're talking about um, someday i'll have to do a talk on Christ and Jesus, um, but that's another conversation. And, uh, we thought they were the same <laughs> thing. Some of you guys are like, what do you mean? <laughs> Jesus is the Christ, but the Christ is more than Jesus. Um, oh, it's going to get there. But yeah, we, we, I thank you so many. I mean, I got a lot of feedback from Sunday of people really uh, 
appreciating that, um, hearing those things. And I, I know when I get that, I know that there's usually also the other where people, you know, don't like maybe something or disagree with something I say. Um, and that's where, hey, let's talk. You know, maybe I did say something that could be nuanced better or clarified. I, I don't doubt that. I didn't say everything that needs to be said uh, about this by all means. So, right. Yeah, it's only going to make it sound better. Don't flood them with text messages about how much you didn't like it, but <laughs> do share with, like, um, help them grow. Help us grow. Help yeah. Share, share the message with somebody, too. Yeah. Appreciate it. And subscribe, because if we get 1,000 subscribers, we can do this much easier. We only uh -oh. got, like, 900 to go. <laughs> That's only need 900. Oh, yeah. I think we got over 100, but. Everybody okay. told nine friends we would be there by next week. Yeah. That's it. Just tell them to subscribe. They don't even have to listen to us. Just need to subscribe. Yes. Oh, and are we still doing the pay it forward movement thing? Yeah, have we figured that out yet? Uh, we... We're really trying to figure out what a pay it forward movement could look at, like starting with Genesis. <clears throat> Obviously, it's kind of um, been done, and we're not trying to reinvent the wheel, but we are trying to find maybe verbiage behind it and uh, ideas. So send them to info at the Genesis story.com if you have any. Yeah, we're just trying to spark encouragement and connection yeah. with one another. And so, yeah, definitely do that. Um, he said that and something jumped up in my mind as well, but it'll come to me later. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for uh, thank you. watching us, uh, being a part of our community. We love you guys. Again, we miss you. And we'll let you know when we're going to start gathering together in person. It'll probably be outside. We'll set some canopies up there. Uh, and we hope to be able to do that here soon, uh, maybe next month, end of next month. Is what we're thinking. So, love you guys. Miss you. God bless. Take care. Bye. You have been listening to the Genesis Podcast. We invite you to join us at one of our weekly gatherings. You can find more information at www.thegenesisstory.com as well as opportunities to help financially support this podcast. Thank you for listening.